This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Doug Plagans, Katie Gauze here with you. Joined now by Sean Rourke, the director of editorial for NHL.com. Sean, how are you tonight? Thanks for taking some time out for us. And well, like I said, thanks for stopping by. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I was just uh, tuned into a little bit of the TNT new broadcast with uh, Wayne Gretzky on to see what that was like. Pretty entertaining stuff so far. Well, we're going to get to some thoughts on that coming up here in just a few moments. Want to hit on some league-wide stuff with you. But, uh, but Sean, I know you and I corresponded a little bit. You said you're excited about this Panthers team going into this season. What intrigues you so much about the Panthers? Well, I just think when you look at any team that wins, right, they have to go through some disappointment before they win. Uh, Tampa Bay did it. The Penguins did it before they won. Um, you know, there has to be that moment. It's not a rock-bottom moment, but it's a moment where you realize you're so close, and if one thing had turned another way, maybe you're the champion. And I think that Florida had that last year. I think, you know, they, they looked at it, and they look at it, and they say, we went six games with Tampa Bay, who won for the second time in a row. We didn't have our, our, our best defenseman. Um, we went through three goalies. We didn't have everything we needed, and, and now they have everything they need. And if they can put it all together, you know, they're going to be a serious threat. And, and we had, you know, I do, a, I do a podcast with Dan Rosen on NHL.com called That the Rink, and we had Steven Stamkos on uh, this week. As a matter of fact, the podcast went up today, and he talked about the rivalry and how it's really a rivalry now. And it doesn't become a rivalry until one team fears the other team. And I think Tampa Bay does now. So, you know, those are the things when I look at it, I say, wow, this Florida team, they have all the pieces they need to kind of put this together and and go on a run. And, Sean, you you just touched on it there, and we were planning to get onto it. But this whole battle of Florida, it really has, you know, taken on a whole new life. I mean, they couldn't even keep their hands off of each other in the preseason just – you know, what is that like, you know, from an outside perspective to just see that, you know, hockey is not only, you know, alive and happening in South Florida, but kind of at an all-time high and a, and a real must-watch situation? I keep stealing your storylines. I'm, <laughs> I'm foreshadowing in a good way, I guess. You're good. It's great. Look, let's be honest. That storyline has been pumped for years. All oh, the Florida, the, the Battle of Florida, Tampa Bay, Florida – Either one team was good and the other team wasn't, or neither team was that good. And it's really hard to manufacture a rivalry. But when both teams are good, when they're playing meaningful games, when there's when there's a history there of meaningful games, that's when a rivalry takes off. That's when teams all of a sudden are like, well, when I see that team again, they're going to get my best because I, I don't like that team. I don't like what they stand for. You know, it's not even the rough stuff. It, it, it's more... 
you know, you play an 82-game season, and any player will tell you, you're not going to get up for all 82 games. It's just physically impossible. Maybe there's one guy on the team, oh, that's my old team, I'm going to be up for them, but he's taking five or six passengers with him. When when Florida and Tampa Bay play now after last year, I don't think there's any passengers on either side because Florida wants to prove that they're in that league, and Tampa Bay doesn't want to give an inch. When you're the champion and you're the best team in the division, you don't want anybody below you to believe. That's the whole key to this, to everything, right? If you believe you can do something, then you can do it. So Tampa Bay wants to take that belief away from people, and, and Florida wants to earn that belief, and that's where the rivalry comes from. And and then you look at it, and there's stars everywhere on the ice, on both sides. You know, Barkov and Stamkos, Hedman, Hedman and, and Weger and Ekblad, like, and, and then the goalies, you know, if Bob's back and, and Vasilevsky. I mean, there, and there's just... There's stars everywhere. Like it's fun to watch. It's it's not this plotting hockey where two teams don't like each other and they're they're going to run each other into the boards. They're playing wide open, let's go, all gas, no breaks type of hockey. Sean, I want to get to some of exactly what you were talking about right there. He's Sean Rourke from NHL.com. You can find him on the At the Ring podcast, as he mentioned there as well. Uh, but, Sean, you look at this matchup as a whole between the Panthers and the Lightning. You were talking about that, and you mentioned Alexander Barkov. And I feel like you and I, we've had you on various shows over the last few years, and we always talk about Alexander Barkov. He got the big contract extension uh, last week. Uh, safe to say at this point, Sean, uh, you know, for a long time he kind of carried that underrated tag. He's, he's, not, uh, he's not underrated anymore. Everybody knows at this point. Am I right, Sean? Alexander Barkov, plain and simple, he's a superstar he's one of the best players in the world uh, that's very true and but i don't know that everybody knows it yet i still think there's people out there that want to be converted that that are still saying prove it to me and and i don't know why like to me he's in the top 10 uh, of players in the league right now i want to see play he reminds me a lot of patrice bergeron when when patrice was at his ultimate prime he, he's kind of a little bit older now still a great player but when he was at his absolute prime he could do everything on the ice you needed to win a big face-off he'd win it for you you needed a big special teams goal he would get it for you you needed somebody to play defense and take away the other team's number one center he could do it for you and the rest of the team looked at him and said that guy is going to lead us he is going to give us what we need to be champions, and he did it in 2011, and they came short a couple more times, but when you look at all those runs, Patrice Bergeron was right in the middle of all that, and and there's certain players that have that, and to me, Alexander Barkov has it, and in another way, he kind of reminds me of Patrice Bergeron, is there were such bigger personalities on those teams. You look at the championship team, Sean Thornton was on that team, Milan Lucic was on that team, you know, they had guys who had these big personalities, and, and Patrice just kind of faded into the background, and he went about doing his work, and he did it really well, but he was never the first guy you mentioned because there were other guys that kind of took that spotlight, and I kind of feel that way about Alexander Barkov. Like, he's so important to the Florida Panthers, but he doesn't stand above them. He just kind of, he's in hes in amongst the group. He, he's not a Connor McDavid where it's constantly, oh my God, did you see what Connor McDavid did? But it's a, I just watched 60 Minutes of Perfection. Like, I, it's a perfect hockey game. And switching gears a little bit, Sean, you mentioned it when you joined us that you were tuning in for some games happening tonight. And one of the big changes this season is the new broadcast partners. We had ESPN making their debut last night. Now TNT gets their shot tonight. 
Just want to get your thoughts, what you've liked, because from what I'm seeing on Twitter, it seems like the uh, TNT crew is really gaining a lot of fans already. They've got quite a good panel going, but what have you liked so far? Well, with the ESPN games last night, look, you have new partners, and it's exciting, right? It's, it's always exciting when you have a new relationship and some of the some of the things that were, you know, comfortable aren't comfortable anymore you know new guys calling the game i thought sean mcdonough did a great job on the on the lightning penguins game last night a lot of guys have moved over right from nbc or, or Sportsnet or whoever it was that had the games because they're professionals and they, whoever has hockey they're going to do that but they've brought in some new blood they had emily kaplan between the benches in the early game last night they had john butchergrass on the late game you know there's these new voices they're trying new camera angles they're they're doing all kinds of things because it's important to them too this is a new process for them they want to do it and like I said before you called I was probably watching the first 10 minutes of the TNT broadcast and I guess this panel I, I don't watch a ton of basketball but I've heard you know that their their pregame show is wild and free-flowing yeah. and you know people are already taking it to Wayne Gretzky right every time I've ever seen Wayne Gretzky I'm pretty much speechless and and you know talks giving it to him Rick, Rick Tockett and Paul Bissonette sitting right next to him chirping him a bit and you know, it seemed like they were having a lot of fun. It was it was a very loose. It was more, you know, four guys, five guys sitting around a bar and telling stories than it was, you know, hey, let's break down this game and let's do this and let's do that. And I'm sure they're going to get to that. But there is a lot of personalities on on that panel, and and it was like I said for the first ten minutes, it was a it was a really entertaining watch. And Sean, wanted to get uh, a sense from you on a, another, from your perspective, a, a league-wide type thing. Just look at the way these divisions are shaking out, because I think a, a, another part of the excitement getting back to this season is we're starting hockey when we're used to starting hockey here in the fall, and we've got our regularly scheduled programming back, if you will, and you know, from the Panthers' perspective playing in the Atlantic division, seeing the usual opponents within the Atlantic, and getting to see everybody again. But when you look at the way these divisions have shaken out, I think in the Atlantic, uh, there's not going to be an easy night uh, in the Atlantic division. You got the Panthers, the Lightning, the Leafs, Boston's still in the mix. Montreal went to the final last year. Even the teams in transition, Detroit and Ottawa, figure to be better this season. You look at the Metro, and that's a really tough one to call preseason. Maybe a little bit more separation over in the West. I think the gap between Vegas and the rest, and maybe the gap between Colorado and the rest in the Central, a bit uh, a bit wider. But, uh, but the way these Eastern Conference divisions have, have shaken out, uh, this is going to be some entertaining hockey this season. And I think we're going to be talking, talking playoff races uh, pretty early because in the Metro and in the Atlantic, you just aren't going to be able to, to fall behind. It would be tough to get back into it. How do you see these things playing out? Yeah, no, I mean, look, it's crazy. You, you try and look and you say, who's not going to make the playoffs, right? And you mentioned Ottawa, uh, and I, I don't know that they're good enough, but they're getting better, and people were did not want to play them at the end of last year, would they win their last 11 games? Yep. But they, they need to get to Chuck in the lineup. He's holding out right now. He's kind of the key to their whole thing. But they're a young, hungry team that, that's going to be no fun to play. People are talking about Montreal, the Stanley Cup finalists, maybe not making the playoffs. And, you know, they don't have Carey Price. They lost their number one center. Um, yeah, they, don't, they don't have uh, their number one defenseman for the whole year in, in Shea Weber because of injuries. And, and they're going to have a tough time when, when you think about the way this division's going. I, I don't know if you mentioned them in the list of teams, but you have a Toronto team that's basically come out and said, this is it. 
if we don't do it this year, after all the failures we've had in the last three years, things are going to change. That's the GM before the season saying that, putting himself on the hot seat, putting the whole team on the hot seat and saying, this is it, this is make or break. You know, I I guess conference final or better because they haven't gotten out of the first round yet. But, you know, how often do you see a team put itself on the hot seat? That's how crazy this division is to me. And then the Metro is just a complete meat grinder. I, I think New Jersey is going to be way better with what they've done. I think Columbus is going to be better than people give them credit for. And then you've got all the big teams that are always there, right? The Islanders, the Rangers should be a little bit better, the Capitals. Um, I thought Pittsburgh was going to be down. And they took it to the Stanley Cup champions. And I know it's only one game, and they're not going to have uh, Malkin back for at least another month, month and a half. They're hoping to get Crosby back next week. But, you know, they looked really good. And to me, Carolina is like Florida, right? Those To me, those are the two teams that I look at and I kind of feel the same way about. I still don't think people are sold on Carolina. And they're going to have some goaltending issues, but I think they're a really good team. And I think Rod Brendamore, it might be the best coach in the league right now. Well, Sean, last one from me. Obviously, every offseason, there's a lot of changes that occur throughout the league, new personnel on new teams. Is there anyone that stands out to you? Because I, I, we've discussed this on you know, a variety of levels, but is there anyone to you that stands out across the league as a, you know, maybe being you know, a really standout addition to a new team that they're joining? Uh, you know, just someone that's going to be wearing a new jersey for the first time, but you really feel like it's going to you know, make a huge difference. Well, I'm interested to see what Dougie Hamilton's going to do in, in, in New Jersey, right? He's kind of a guy that's always been a little bit more in the background. There's a, he's always played with a dominant defenseman wherever he's gone. Um, you know, and, and Carolina, he, he had Slavin, and, and Calgary had Giordano, and Boston, he had Chara. He's never been that guy. He's coming to New Jersey on a big contract with a young team, and he's going to be the guy. And what's he going to do with it? Is he, is he going to be able to embrace that, and is he going to be able to deliver without some of the protection that he's had before? Look, he's still got P.K. Subban on that team, and, and you know, P.K.'s a good defenseman. He's won the Norris Trophy, but he's not the same defenseman he was when he did that. So, you know, all the focus is going to be on Dougie Hamilton, and I'm really interested to see what he can do with that opportunity. And... and with the challenge of being an unquestioned number one now. Um, And that'll go a long way into determining what the Devils do this year. Sean, two quick ones before I let you go here. Uh, First, just from your, again, league-wide perspective, when Joe Thornton signed with the Panthers and, uh, again, chose the Panthers because he felt that it was a team that gave him a a great opportunity to to try and and make a run at a Stanley Cup, the one thing that's really eluded him in his career, what did did that tell you when uh, when Joe Thornton chose to come to the Panthers and and how do you see the fit going because he's already made a really positive impact on, uh, on his new teammates? Yeah, look, I, I think it's huge. We talked about it early on when it when it first happened on our podcast. And to me, like the one thing, and we talked about this in the first segment that we did, you know, and how I felt about the Panthers and, and how they needed to learn how to be champions and they needed to learn how to win. The other thing you need to learn when you have those kind of expectations is how to live with them how to be comfortable in being the hunted instead of the hunter, how to enjoy the rink every day even when you're going through a slump and and, and the walls are closing in and you're like, hey, we're supposed to be really good and we're really struggling right now. What's going to happen? There's few guys in the league better than Joe Thornton and walking into a room and livening it up, right, after a loss, being like, hey – boys, this is okay, this is what we're going to do, you know, making fun of the guy next to him or, or whatever it is, or making fun of himself. Like, he's the kind of guy, you talk to anybody that's played with him, he's the kind of guy that just 
he brightens up a room and, and he makes guys feel good about themselves. He makes guys feel ten feet tall in, in, a, in a different way than you know a tough guy would. You feel ten feet tall because you feel protected out there. You feel ten feet tall just because you know this guy is with you and he has your back and he's seen everything that's possible to see. And I still think he's a, he's he's a guy in the right situation that can produce. You need depth scoring if you're going to be a really good team, and I, and I think that's something that Joe Thornton can still do. So, you know, it's one of those under-the-radar additions, other than the fact that it's Joe Thornton and Joe's never under the radar, but it is one of those under-the-radar acquisitions where you're just like, oh, that's a name thing, you know, Florida's trying to do this, and they're trying to bring a little attention to themselves. I, I don't believe Bill Zito's trying to do that anymore. I believe he's trying to put together a team that can win, and I believe just like San Jose thought and like Toronto thought, Joe Thornton's a huge part of that. And uh, and one last thing here before we let you go, you mentioned this this Panthers team. They have a chance to do some big things. If the Panthers, Sean, are going to maximize their potential this season, what is the key in your mind that needs to happen? They need a goalie. They need a goalie like Andre Vasilevsky or, or Connor Hellebuck. They need a goalie who can say, this is my crease. And I don't know who that is yet. I don't know if it's Bob Roski. I don't know if it's Knight. But they need somebody where they know they're going to get 60 games and they're going to be 60 good games. Look, nobody in the league plays as much as Vasilevsky, and he's just a unicorn. I don't Him and Hellebuck, there's, there's very few guys that can handle that workload, and there's very few coaches that are willing to have a goalie handle that workload because there's always that fear when they get to the playoffs they're going to be worn out. You have a really good one and two here, but at some point one of those two guys is going to have to say, this is mine. And I'm going to take it, and I'm going to show you with my play that this is mine. And then you have something to rally around, right? You know you have that guy on the bench that's going to come in on any given night and give you what you need to get out of get out of town with a point or two points. But then you have that other guy that every night when you're skating warm-ups, you look at him and you go, that guy, he's going to give us a chance tonight. And all we have to do is get him three goals, and we know we're going to win. That's what Tampa Bay does. That's what... Mark Andre Fleury did for the for the Penguins for years, and he did for Vegas when they went to the Stanley Cup in their first year. Once you have that faith in your goalie, and you're not worried about what's going to happen, it's so the burden is so much less. You just go out and play because you can get three goals on any given night, and if you have a goalie that you believe will get you at least a point when you do that, you're golden. Sean Rourke, director of editorial NHL.com, always kind enough to take out some take out some uh, time for us. Uh, and whether it's on our preview shows, whether it's on Panthers Insider, Sean, doesn't matter where we talk to you. It's always great to talk to you. Hey, what have you been listening to lately? Any good metal lately? Uh, yeah, I mean, not not a ton, unfortunately. We just started commuting again. That's when I do all my good listening. Um, but I like I've been listening to a lot of like. Um, I got an advanced preview of the new Whitechapel album, which is okay. fantastic. Um, the Block Dahlia Murder, um, things like I was that. I'm that sure last night, all your yeah. listeners are like, oh, I love those bands. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that, the Knock Loose has uh, been on a pretty constant rotation. So um, keeping it heavy, you know. Oh, yeah. Knock Loose, my, that's one of the heaviest bands on the planet. No yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, I Sean. saw them at Warped a couple of years ago on the side small stage, and they just blew me away. And ever since then, whatever they've done, I've been the first in line to listen to it. Yeah, they're uh, they're outstanding. Sean Rourke, metal expert, hockey expert. Sean, we thank you very much uh, for stopping by. You can find Sean Rourke on Twitter at srourke underscore NHL. You can find him on the At The Ring podcast. You can find him at NHL.com doing all kinds of great work. Sean, once again, thanks for stopping by.
Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Anytime this year, I'm so excited to talk about the Panthers. I think it's going to be a great year. We are excited too, and uh, and we're we're hopeful that it's going to be a great year as well. Sean, thanks again for joining us. Great insight there on our preseason special from a league-wide perspective. Great to hear from from Sean as well, and uh, and I I know he's a he's a big metal listener, so I had to get that in at the end. Just find yeah, out yeah, what he's been listening. Got to be honest, I was a uh, I was a little bit out of that conversation. You lost that. But, uh, you, we lost you there. Got some huh? ideas. You know, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. Hey, hey, so if you need to get pumped up or, you know, if you need to get fired up before the game, we're probably fired up enough. But, uh, you know, if, you, if you're if you just uh, relaxing tonight hurts. and throwing on uh, throwing on some metal, uh, a couple That's of recommendations. That, that is what I do. I'll probably do that when I get home while I'm uh, <laughs> while, while domestic Doug is doing his vacuuming and cleaning up and doing vacuuming laundry. Vacuuming while listening getting ready. to metal. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be loud over there at, uh, at my place tonight between the vacuum and, the, poor neighbors. and the metal. Uh I think the I, I haven't ever gotten a complaint, so uh, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully everything's okay. I I know things are going to be okay coming up next segment because Jameson Olive is here. And in case you're just joining us, Jameson Olive, FloridaPanthers.com, Territory Talk Podcast. You 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 know you know him from all these different platforms. He was he texted me because the door was locked. This was about forty minutes ago. He came in <laughs> and then he set up a chair like he was gonna sit down and just watch the program. Mm-hmm. And then I turned around and he was gone, but the chair was there. It's like when it's like when you're getting re- when you're at a concert or something or you're at a, a big stage show and the the stage is being set up and then they leave and you're like, Oh, I wonder oh, what they're gonna man. do with all this stuff. Well, he brought in a chair, and now he's going to another chair. He's and putting on a headset. He's, get, he's getting the headset on. Folks, it's getting serious here, and we've got one segment left on the preseason special. And Jameson Olive from FloridaPanthers.com, as we are uh, 40 minutes into the program now, it's, so it's appropriate after 40, or 40 minutes into the 7 o'clock hour, we will have Jameson coming up on the other side of the break. Panthers and the Penguins tomorrow at seven, and then uh, Saturday at seven Pan- or Saturday at six rather. Panthers and the Islanders. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, and nine five four eight three five puck to get your tickets. We have it all coming for you. Hope to see you out here at FLA Live Arena early and often throughout the new season. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 